So boys are back. I was uh well we saw each other this weekend. We had a show together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely on Friday. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start off right here. Something really funny happened at the show. So we were doing like at some point it came up. Matt and Michael Schertz are doing their like comparative numbers towards uh like uh it was a real like conversation. Like oh, I've got this many female interactions. Oh yeah, this yeah. Many female interactions <laughs> from this age. Like right, a real like. To the typical LA nerdy <laughs> follower analytics, you know. Yeah. Just the most it, really pretentious stuff, honestly. And then Joe Prano's there, and Joe Prano, who hosts Dirty Sports, says, uh, says like, yeah, my audience is like five percent women. And then I said, I said, hmm, mine's eighteen. And then everybody said, no, the fuck is not. <laughs> and everybody was like, that is a lot. You are rounding up by like seventeen <laughs> percent. Yeah, that was. Listen. Uh, <laughs> 18 is like, yeah, there's just no way. <laughs> Not of all time, the last 30 days okay. is 18. Okay, very, that's very interesting for just two dudes sitting in an apartment. In a podcast that's been labeled a safe space for black men, what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you even doing in the room? What is so so Matt Punk asks, right? About the shirts that goes goes like your the titles of your stuff is like bitches be like and pray. I was like, you had me talk about like cheating on my girlfriend for two hours. <laughs> and then I had explained to my current girlfriend what it was about because she saw the fucking title. And because it's like all comedians are girls are stalkers. And uh okay. I, and I was like, Michael, my titles are not bitches be like. And then fucking Matt joins and he's like, what are you talking about? That's like, I'm like, nigga, why are you acting like you don't do the show too? <laughs> listen, maybe the podcast is let's unpuck that with Lyle Terrence. I can, I can hide in the shadows whenever I want. No, well, I, I misinterpreted it. I thought you were saying that you don't say bitch. And I'm like, okay, hold on. I definitely do. It's just yeah. not in the title. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It is not. We've we've avoided. Uh, we've avoided in the title and in the uh, in the descriptions uh, by the hair of our or by the skin of our teeth. Uh-huh. I remember I, well, I put this. This is like a few weeks ago. I put a description in, and then, like Matt knows how to talk to me. Matt, <laughs> Matt didn't say like, "Hey, could you please not do that?" He texted me. Must you be so nuclear? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, too far? He's yeah. like, yeah, man. I'm like, all right, all right, I'll take it out. But I'll more, more out. importantly, more importantly, uh, see, this is my my own uh, self preservation kicking in. But I, 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 the way I also phrased it, because you're like, is that too far? I said, I, I said, it doesn't d- give credence to the level of intelligence of the pod, of the something along those lines, or I was like, it uh, devalues. Are the level the the way in which we talked about it? <laughs> yeah, because we talk about like ratchet shit in like a intellectual way. Yeah, and some might say it's, I don't think it's ratchet shit. I think it's just life. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, we 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 go about our uh, we go about our lives and our and our conversations about them. Yeah, in a way that we come funny. in hot, and I don't have the best delivery. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> that that's a fair way of putting it. So when we have a chance to think about the delivery in the description of the podcast episode, it's like, yeah, yeah, we'll just, we'll just tone that one down a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, that was a very, that was a very funny conversation because we were like, there's no answer fucking 18% of this podcast. I know what you say and I sure should know what I say. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, 
that's that's LA for you. It's just constantly talking about social media demographics and like I, I'm like deriding it, but it's like you know I do it probably more than anybody else that I know, and I was the one kind of driving that conversation. Um, well, you have worked with Shane a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, Shane. Oh my god, Shane! Every time I see Shane, he just has like some new widget gizmo that is like. Yeah, you just like stab the people in the audience with it as they're walking out of the room, and it takes their DNA so that you can find them on social media and they'll follow you. <laughs> it's like, why just put just put it on a business card? I remember that outdoor show we did with Shane, and uh, I was like a few months back, and then I, I was like, "Hey, what up, Shane?" He said, "Yeah, I remember you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Proceeds <laughs> to show me some shit on the phone like a yeah. black uncle. Yeah, yeah, he's like, hey, check this out. It's like, all right, yeah, that, that's cool, man. Um, <laughs> catch you, catch you on the flip. I got to do a set. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's good old Shane. Love that light skinned Jamaican man. Yes. Um, who I have to reintroduce myself to every time I see him, even though I've been interacting with him for the better half of it for at least a decade at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he remember me then? Because I know you worked with him more. I don't know. I also think it's because I'll, I'll be like, "Hey, nigga." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be like, very, yeah. Very and I'm just like, "Hello." Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, that's the yeah. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm never the guy to be like, "We've met before." It's like I don't want to make people feel bad. Oh, I, I, you know, I got no problem doing that. <laughs> I saw I saw Trey Stewart at a show, and I was like, "Yeah, nigga." Me and my homie gave you a ride to the comedy store and we didn't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Because like, I've done you a favor and I really didn't want to do it. So the fact that you don't remember me is pretty fucking insulting. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's weird, having spent time in a car with somebody and not remembering them. Yeah, especially when you know, because I remember we doing like this hostel show and uh, Miguel Figueroa, whatever his name is, he, he was like, um, he's like, hey, you need to ride to the store. I'm like, uh, we ain't going that way. Well, where are you guys going? Like, God, and he was just really abrasive about it. Like, all right, nigga. And then, <laughs> me and my homie that doesn't do comedy, then we drop him off there. But I didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't try to get fucked up. Like, right. get in the way of that. Um, yeah, we, we, we had a great show. Great first Laugh City show here in L.A. Absolutely. Matt hosted it wonderfully. Helped me ran it. Uh, this is fucking great. Couldn't have done it without you. So thank you, Matt. No, of course. Thank you for having me. Always, always a blast. No, it, it was it was a fun show. Sold out crowd. You know, that room when it's full is just so great. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a lot of fun. So looking forward to doing more there. But uh, yeah, good old good old Atwater Village. What'd you do? Uh, that, that was Friday. What'd you do Saturday and Sunday? Saturday, um, I drove for three hours. <laughs> Uh, care to tell us yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get it. We'll get into the meat and bones. Well, what I should have done at that rate is just driven to fucking Mexico. Um, but San Diego. Well, no, my 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 girlfriend and I wanted to go to the beach. Um, so you know, fifteen minute drive to pick her up, and then we were dri- We wanted to drive to um, you know, like Santa Monica, like Annenberg Beach House area, um, and that took like. So it was an hour and 20 minutes to get all the, from Hollywood to Santa Monica because we were leaving at like 1.30. So traffic was awful. Pacific Coast Highway, bumper to bumper. Just like no escape. And I was like, there's no fucking way we're going to find a parking spot. So let's just go all the way down to like, uh, you know, like Venice or like Manhattan Beach even area. Just 
Let's just go south. Oh, I like that area. I think we so I think we ended up ended we ended up at Dockweiler, but that took like another forty five minutes to get to, and then another forty five minutes to go from Dockweiler all the way home. So what was supposed to be like a relaxing beach day was just me white knuckling the steering wheel in my car, <laughs> trying to get to the beach. Um, you know, good time when we got there, but like goodness gracious, uh, yeah, you got you want to get to the beach in LA, you got to leave. You got to leave the east side of LA at like ten thirty at the latest. Otherwise, you're just fucked. Is the wa- all right? So I got a thing. I'm very like I'm like a, a dickhead snob about a few things. Okay, this is one of them. Sure. Where I don't if like the water is too cold. Like I'm not going in the water in Santa Barbara. I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah. Like I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Yeah. Um San Diego, I can do. San mm-hmm. Diego, like summer yeah. right San Diego's there. yeah. San Diego's warm. San Diego has really warm water. Um, I find that the, I find that North is way colder than South in Los Angeles. So when you're in like the Manhattan beach area, like it's like fine, but like whenever we go up to like Malibu, like my feet hurt from how cold it is. Like I, I I am, I don't, for the people that haven't seen a photo of me, I guess we're listening to this. I am like all limbs. I get bad circulation to begin with. So you put me in an ice bucket basically. And I'm like, uh, I think I'm going to have to get my foot amputated after this boogie boarding session. Matt is not down to do the ASL challenge. No. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ALS. You know, ALS, ALS. Have you seen the age? Have you seen that video of 50 cent shit talking Floyd Mayweather? No. So, was this recent? No, this was years ago. This was when I know they had like a thing, yeah. and then Mayweather had right. a thing with Ti. And- yeah. So this was when, um, when the ice bucket challenge was happening, which was like I don't know, 2014 maybe. Yeah. Um. So Floyd Mayweather, you know, just like talk shit, said something about Fifty Cent or whatever, and so then Fifty Cent. Made a video first, being like, "What the fuck are you saying? Fuck me for!" Oh, like, that's what he said. Like the nigga couldn't read. Yeah, something like so that. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So then after the video, he's like, "What the fuck are you telling me?" <laughs> he filmed himself, and it's seared into my brain because it's so good. He goes, uh, "He's like standing like outside, like on his porch. He's like, this is a special ELS. He gets it wrong. ALS Ice Bucket Challenge for you, Floyd." If you can read one full page of a Harry Potter book, nigga. <laughs> and that's the exact cadence he said. It's like the bouncing ball on like a Disney. If you can read a full page of a Harry Potter book, nigga. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'll donate $700,000 to a charitable organization if you choose it. Fuck the bucket of ice. And he throws a bucket of ice off the porch. It's, it's high art. It's the most hilarious thing just the cadence and the flow in which he says everything it's like why it's he says it like he's doing shakespeare <laughs> i mean it's you know 50 yeah 50's definitely performative i see it's 50 funny. has flow he does it's, I, I feel like 50 and ja rule they left a lot on the table with their rap career sure i felt like we could have gotten at least like another like three years worth of like solid hits maybe not great right. albums but like yeah, Classics. fifty wanted to be fifty wanted to become a businessman, which like it worked out for him, obviously. And Ja Rule also wanted to become a businessman, and boy, did that not work out for him. <laughs> and fifty also like Ja Rule is probably like the the first nigga to get canceled that I can think of. Yeah, just like look like a laughing. It's funny we can play about cancel culture, but it's like we well, canceled Ja Rule. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> he still had like some good music left in him. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Last thing about 50. I saw, like, I saw this meme that made me laugh hard. He, like, lives in my head rent free. It was, like, every day this nigga 50 Cent gets on the internet and reminds me why he got shot nine times. Yeah, that's him. He's a... He's an instigator. He's definitely he, he's a he's a troll. He's yeah, a, a troll that I really enjoy watching. Troll, gotta say. But yeah, so my weekend was just driving around like an asshole. Uh, as I, uh, I I constantly because like my girlfriend hates driving and she's a white woman. Uh, I I just call it driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> I like how you you kind of do a uh, yes a massa with both your mom and your yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, no, I make them feel as bad as possible while I do things for them, and it's not that I mind doing them. It's just I know that they're gonna when I go like oh certainly I'll go do this for you. They'll go no, it's not that. It has nothing. It's like yeah, no shit. It has everything to do with that. I'm messing with you. Yeah, no, I sing slave songs when I do uh, when I do tours for my mom. It's, uh, it's funny you say that because was was my white father who I divorced parents, so it's mm-hmm. like there's definitely a dynamic where and me and my dad have more of like a a big brother little brother relationship than a typical father son relationship. Right. And I remember um, it was I was staying with him, and this is when I transitioned from LA to the Bay. My mom was like had the job, but she was like looking for um, housing, so she left me with my dad in Santa Barbara. And I remember my dad, like, asked me to pick the weeds. I was like, nigga, I'll do anything but this. Like, yeah, it yeah. felt too much like, like I was yeah. 13, but it felt too much like slavery. And like, I'm like, you a motherfucking slave master for this bullshit. And then he was, he was like, motherfucker, I'll take you to Disneyland. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is the least you could do. We got in a real, and yeah. I never picked, the, I picked, like, a few of them weeds, mm-hmm. and I just felt like the ancestors, like, mm. should have had a black daddy. And, like, it was my fault. Right. Like, I felt like oh. Please, my mom was having me fucking clean baseboards and shit. No, she put me and my brother to fucking work, dude. No, we were we were getting after it. So my weekend, I, um, we transitioned out of our, our slave complex <laughs> yeah. from our white parents. Trauma is genetic and inherited. I'm saying, Dr. Moore was right. Uh, <laughs> I, what did I do? Saturday, the homie was bartending in Hollywood at Safari's and he was like, hey, come down, I got your drinks. And I was like, just sitting like, because I'm used to like when bartenders tell you to come through, like mm-hmm. slide them a 20, take care. He wouldn't let me pay for a drink. He wouldn't let me tip. And then I was like, come on, I need to tip something. I'm not, I don't know. But yeah, I, I was just drinking cocktails all night, sitting at the bar. Um, then... I went to then, then Sunday and me and my new lady friend. Hey yo, <laughs> niggas are so happy I got a lady friend now. <laughs> so I, I remember I told uh, Matt about her and he said, "How oh, the world can breathe." <laughs> <laughs> we are safe again. <laughs> like, thank God! Wow, when this, when this nigga loud just goes like two weeks without pussy, like we fucking <laughs> the, we know. Bear down the hatches. <laughs> Oh, hey, I can get, like, a, you know how, like, with, with the stereotypical thing of, like, um, she must be on her period? That's how I am when I don't get laid. Yeah, like, yeah. After, like, you know, a month. I'm like, God damn it. Um, yeah. And not <laughs> even just getting laid. Yeah. Like In the same way that people get hangry. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. Get, you get horngry. <laughs> I get horngry. <laughs> so, now that's what we went out and um, went to this uh, nice, uh, kind of, like, bougie-ish Mexican restaurant, Casita in the Valley. And so I'm dating, so this girl, 
we're not getting too into it because it's just casual. Just, you know, we're just having fun. But I'm seeing her and I realize, like, I don't have my same superpowers. Interesting. Okay. So what I mean by superpowers is there's, like, the stuff on the surface that's, like, what you got going on in your life, how you look, good sense of humor. But then, like, your little superpowers is, like, like, my superpowers is, I don't know if I would consider being funny a superpower. You can tell me where you write that. But my superpower, like the little icing on the cake with dating me is I know about good wine. I know about uh, good restaurants to go. And that's like the culinary world is like my superpower. Mm-hmm. And she, I was like, yeah, have you been there? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they show me love over there. Like, oh, yeah, they love us too over there. Oh, yeah, I've been there. And like, there's so many places. And then she put me on this thing. Like, we took an Uber back. And she put me on this thing. She's like, I have not taken an Uber in years. There's a reason I don't take it. I'm like, well. What do you take? And she said, I take Alto. And I'm like, what's Alto? And Alto, she's like, it's a private car service, nice car, they don't talk, there's a bottle of water. It's just so, so it's like the kind of, it's like how with dating apps, it's like, you know, there's like Bumble, Tinder, Hinge, and all that. Yeah. And then for the extra motherfuckers, it's the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. Listen, the league let me on their app when I. They <laughs> did? <laughs> yeah, so the league that we're talking about is Double uh, A baseball. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, for all the uh, for the exclusive uh, stuff that they like to talk, but I totally I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. like the upper tier over. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Matt, like, wh- what are your superpowers? When- I definitely. Well, I think there's a difference between like being like a funny person and like being funny, and yeah. that's a that's a superpower that you know any like comic with relative success has. Yeah, is that like. We're funny, being funny in and of itself isn't a superpower, but being funny to the level that we can be in just like casual conversation is definitely a superpower. Um, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of times where my, my girlfriend I said this like two days ago. She was like, do you ever think about like other couples? They're like, yeah, they're not laughing as much as we are. <laughs> just objectively. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's really true. Uh, when you, when you're not, uh, you know, have two people in the in the comedy working together, or one person in comedy uh, and a couple. Yeah, it's. I think it's a superpower. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. So that's just well, and then me with the impressions. Like I always have girls. Oh my god, how do you do that with your voice? Right. <laughs> sure. Did you say something as JC? You're right. You're right. Right. <laughs> Definitely. No, we all have our we all have our abilities. Um, I think that beyond just like humor. I would say cooking is a, is a recent one because I learned how to cook Caribbean food like at the beginning of the pandemic. And now that's just like an ace in the hole for sure. Um, what else? And like I was a decent cook before then, but it wasn't like I didn't have like any we special all got in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You had to. What the fuck were you doing? I'm making jollof rice right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, what else about me is interesting? Um I don't think it's got to be interesting. It's yeah. like, because it, it's like girls find us interesting based on like if how fuckable they find us. Right. And then like, and then and we do the same thing. Then we just kind of mind fuck ourselves. Under the it's like guys do this thing like, dude, she, she's got great taste in movies. It's like, nigga, everybody likes The Godfather. Like, yeah, it's yeah, basic yeah, shit. Yeah, but we're like, right. dude, she has Godfather good books. She's yeah. so cool. This is, this, I guess, goes beyond dating. But um, I've been told by people I've dated and also just like folks that are I'm friends with that I'm just a compendium of bullshit information. So like whenever someone is like, Hey, what was that one thing? 
I'm pretty much always able to just be like, oh, was that like, um, like, oh, who was that? It's like, who's that guy on the wire? It's like, oh, Ava Boxer, blah, 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 blah. Blue I can't Harris. remember. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't remember the actor's name right now, but it's like stuff, stupid stuff like that. Or like, hey, what one, what was this? Hey, do you like the band Thin Lizzy? Yeah, here's, here's all of their albums ranked by my personal interest and a paragraph about each one. You're, you're kind of like the ringer BuzzFeed, like yeah, accessible. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. I'm, I am a walking, I'm a walking the ringer article just with no Boston <laughs> bullshittery. Right. <laughs> but I mean, there is, there is a usefulness into being like kind of being able to be put into any situation and know a little bit about it. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, Oh, we're going to a metal show. Well, I know like these three metal bands that I like and I can talk to somebody about those or whatever. Um, I've been told, I've been told that I am, I am, uh, I give off real Paul Rudd energy huh. and that I'm just like a very easy to get along with agreeable. Hey, I want this guy to be my friend. Nice little blank slate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, my, I know you too well to see it. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I know all your like idiosyncrasies and I know you yeah. like to leave the house and, mm-hmm. you know, but okay. But yeah, I, I'm a walking, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a walking Reddit shit post what, what do you think my little uh before before we get into the show mm-hmm. what, what, do you, what do you think my uh my uh secret powers or weapons are that i don't know about secret powers that you don't that you don't know about. That i may not or i may know about but like what do you think like the thing is like that i have like my little edge that i have over this is my way of trying to get a pep talk right right, right. <laughs> let me think let me think i don't know you're you're a fucking self-aware guy so it's hard to like think of things um that that may be like my Achilles heels. I'm overly self aware, mm-hmm. but it also helps me a lot too. The fact that I am so fucking emotionally intelligent. Yeah, totally. I think you don't give yourself enough credit for like, um, not like not so much like self deprecating, but like you're you're more willing to take a joke than you think you are. Okay. Yeah, because like I I feel like sometimes you describe yourself as someone who doesn't like, you know, like being fucked with, um, yes. you know, but there's a difference between being fucked with and like doing like ribbing or whatever, but you can take a rib pretty well. Um, and I think that that lends itself. Yeah, you, to Joe, and Michael was all doing it to me. So it's like, it's, it's easy for, um, I think people gravitate towards that when somebody has like, you know, I guess a more dominant personality, but is yeah. also able to like, be like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I am like a very like kind of stereotypical old school alpha male while also still and I don't when I say I'm an alpha male, look, I acknowledge there are men that are more alphas than me. Like Dombi Rudy Ortiz, he out alphas me. Like there are certain people like and I don't say it like yeah, I'm an alpha male, but just like my personality screws on, you know, being a tactician towards leaning towards alpha, whatever. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. is what it is. Exactly. But that's a good balance to have. Yeah. I, I just I just want to clarify that because it's like we've got a generation that's like oh, I'm an alpha male and like look I got homies like and let me just say that say this before we get the show I got homies that I would say are like betas but I don't think they're bitches mm-hmm. and I would say they got more balls in certain aspects than some of the alpha homies. Sure, certainly. I mean, a lot of people would say that like a guy like Rajon Rondo kind of played like the beta on those Celtics teams. Yeah, because uh, he wasn't the dominant personality or leading the culture, but like you can fuck with Ray. I'm gonna fuck with Rajon Rondo probably before I fuck with Kevin Garnett. I mean, I'm gonna fuck with Kevin Garnett before Rajon Rondo. That's yeah, right. so, you know what I mean. So there's a dynamic to it.
This is the Let's Unpack That Podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Behrens. My co-host, Matt Duckett, reporting in. Today, we're going to unpack destinations. Locations, events, you know, because despite the difficult times, the difficult financial times that we're all in, you know, people are still traveling, getting on the road a little bit. So we're talking weddings, bachelor parties, birthday parties, and just getting out on the road for comedy. You know, there's expenses that are involved with it. And you got to ask yourself, is it worth it? For the money, is it worth it for the people? There's a lot to sift through with that, you know? And we're, and me and Matt are going to get off our hot take of why Vegas is supremely fucking Not even a football team could save that city. Oh, and just stand for context, as you, you guys are going to hear wine points throughout, we are drinking a carbonated Sangiovese from Stoltman Vineyards. Love you bunches. This is a 2021 carbonated Sangiovese from Santa Barbara County. So, hey, if you're listening, Pour something up, unless you're on your commute. So, I have a few pending invites to Las Vegas. I have mm-hmm. two 40th birthdays. There's the homie Jason at the end of the month. He's turning 40. My good friend from Oakland. He's, he's like my um my shithead going out party friend. Mm-hmm. Sure. Where it's like we go out. And then where it's... And it's an interesting relationship because it's like I've just gone out with him so much. It's like eventually, like he knows a bunch of my people and my family, and I ended up meeting all those people in the family. And it's like, oh shit! Like you used to be just be a guy I got fucked up with, and now we're like actually friends. And I'm right? Like, sure, sure, yeah. Relationships as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, just like I, I, I know everybody in your camp, you know everybody in my camp. Yeah, know? exactly. Like, right. Totally. So he's turning forty, and I kind of do feel like, oh man, I gotta go. He's like, he's my boy. He's been. Mm-hmm. With me a long time, and then Will's turning forty in January, and Will, and it, it's like a really small thing. And it, it's uh, which is why I'm not invited. I see. <laughs> I feel good. I you would yeah. not fucking come. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly right. Yeah, no, I, I love Will. I've interacted with him five times, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Same with me and Sean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, not expecting. So, so, so Will's turn, and I was told like I could invite, like I could only bring a girl. And <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> and they're like, hey, find one body, nigga. And so, anyways, I got two Vegas invites. And look, I, you've been to Vegas, right? Yeah, not as an adult. I fucking don't like that place. I really. And uh, does it surprise you? Because people are surprised. Because people think I'm a Vegas person. No, that doesn't surprise me at all. All right, why does it not surprise you? Because everybody's, like, surprised. LA is not a... I mean, LA. Las Vegas isn't a wine place. You know what I mean? Like, in the same way that I don't really think LeBron James likes Las Vegas all that much. Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah. Las Vegas is, like, four things like this, like a last hurrah, or people that, like, do cocaine, I feel like. That's that's how I picture Las Vegas, right? Um that is accurate. Yeah, and that's just not that's just not your bag. That's just not your style. You know what I mean? And I don't like the do 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 clubs. Yeah, so. yeah, you're yeah, you're not. I don't know. No one's going to Las Vegas and be like, oh man, I found like this really cool niche whiskey bar that like does X Y Z. You know what I mean? It's like we're gonna go walk the strip when it's a hundred degrees outside at ten p.m. Uh, try and get into a place. Uh, and pay fifty dollars for cover charge to see Lil John hit play button on a laptop. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> I, I'm a hundred percent with you. I think it's super overrated. That being said, I, I haven't been as like a legal adult. I only went. I was only there once when I was fifteen. 
I think my dad took me, my brother, and my cousin out there. Um, and so, you know, like we walked around and like we took in everything that we could take in, but it, we we were largely unimpressed by it. Did he let you stick in a drink? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was he was he was hooking he was hooking up the beers and stuff like that. We went and saw George Wallace at the pink uh flamingo. That oh, was, hey, how you doing? That was still to this day one of the best comedy shows. I, I really hope that I, I meet George Wallace sometime in the near future and be like, yo, like he basically got me into stand up. Um, because we were front row and he was just like, What the fuck is this? Because <laughs> it was me. My dad, who just, you know, just it looks like a black dude. My Hawaiian-looking brother and then my pasty white Irish cousin, George, just in the front row for the show. He's just like, what? How? I was just messing with, with us the entire night. It was really, it was really entertaining. But, um, no, I think Vegas is severely overrated. Um, my brother goes a couple times a year now because of the Raiders. And he's, Sean's a Vegas guy. I mean, he also works in radio, so like radio, yeah. it's like they fucking they like drink in the morning, they, yeah. they're all types mm-hmm. of hours, and they're right. like that's that's perfect for radio yeah. people. Yeah, so you're not a club guy, no, and you're not like this like insane night owl either. So that's kind of what I feel like you gotta be to really enjoy Vegas. Well, yeah, it's okay. It's funny you say I'm not an insane night owl because the things that have have. Uh, with getting domesticated with two girlfriends and, and living with one for like o- over a year and, and all that shit is like, and having my first girlfriend being significantly older is the things that I've got that make me like a good quote unquote catch or like mm-hmm. the superpowers I was saying earlier kind of make me a rough Vegas hang because I'm like, no, we need a plan. No, we can't split up. But yeah. fucking let me know where you are. Just check in. Just let me know. Like, I, I yeah. got like real. I can be a bit of a wet blanket for like how Vegas. Yeah, Vegas can be. Off. Yeah, Vegas is like yeah. Everyone just kind of like f's off and does their own thing. Uh, that happened when we went for uh, the homies' bachelor party, and because I remember it was me, Will, and Jonathan. We all split up because I was just into the drinking, they're into the gambling, yeah. and then all the other dudes. They were just like, let's hit the buffet and see oh, the magic show. And you don't and you don't gamble. Yeah, I don't gamble. I would just I, do the sports book for NBA. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like so really, truly, what are we doing? You know. Like, I have my. You met Tyler. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Hank from Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. <laughs> That's what, yeah, I was drunk as shit, and I kept calling him that. He he loved it. He thought it was really funny. <laughs> um, but like, okay, so Tyler, not a not like a party guy at all. Okay. You know, doesn't like to go out and you know, really doesn't drinks and bets it in terms of drugs, but loves to gamble. So Tyler can go to Vegas and he can sit at a blackjack table for like eight hours and he'll get a kick out of that. So like, you know, for a lot of people who aren't these big party folks, the gambling side is what's the saving grace about that city. But if you don't gamble, I mean, throw it all away, you know, especially because it's like you can go out and do this party shit, um, you know, in, in any city, especially a city like L.A., uh, so if you're not into the gambling, it's just kind of a wash, um, you know. Okay, yeah, that's like that's like my problem. Is I mix this jollof rice? That's my problem about uh, about Vegas. Like, so I, I had this conversation. I was, um, do you remember Dustin Hempstead? Yeah, of course. So when I was living in New York, and Dustin lives in Manhattan, he hit me up, and this is like right when I got the relationship. He was like, "Hey, man." 
let's go to um what is it made in america in philly yeah yeah, yeah. Right. and then we're like pricing it out and we're like yeah we can't just be in the stands we gotta get the vip shit not not like on no baller bougie shit it's like no they have phone charging stations like we need that like yeah, we're yeah. fucking we're in our 30s and 40s yeah and then we it was like hold up so and then we like broke down a rental car amtrak tickets and everything like we'd essentially be paying like 300 400 dollars to go see some acts that we're just kind of excited about we live in fucking New York. Like, yeah. why are we doing this? And it's like, now nah, we live in LA. Why are we going to Vegas? Like, exactly. Like, yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, like with the spots, I like I, I like wine bars, whiskey bars. I like, you know, kind of curated experiences and stuff like that. Or like a private club. Yeah, unless you have, house. yeah, unless you have stupid money, you're not getting any of that. Unless I just feel Vegas doesn't have culture like that. Like, like, yeah. like, like, like you said. Yeah. No, you can't, unless you have the money to actually curate it yourself. Yeah, you're not going to get those types of experiences. I've never, never been a Las Vegas guy. I've had a couple opportunities to go in the past couple of years, and I've said no every single time. And I also think with Vegas, and this may be like just my hood senses coming in or whatever, but Vegas is a place where I'm like, and this is why I'm apprehensive about going with a homie Jason's uh, 40s, because he's like going with his sisters, and I'm like, it's a lot of testosterone, it's a lot of alcohol, and a lot of drugs. I kind of want to be deep. I kind of want to be with, like, you know, at least eight niggas. Like, yeah. Because, like, oh, something happened, we got to get together bail money or, or whatever. Or yeah, some, yeah. Something just getting jumped. It's like, I you gotta, need, Yeah, you need a pool. You need, and that's the thing. It's like, you need a group of dudes. And then it's like, do you really want to just pay a couple hundred dollars to stay at a hotel and get flights to hang out with a bunch of dudes? Just do that here. I'm saying it's like, just, it's, it's like if I lived in I don't know uh, uh, Kansas, I'm sure Vegas would be really in no insult to people from Kansas, but get the fuck out. Yes, um, yes. but there's cheaper places. There's places that are as cheap to live that are more entertaining. Um, but yeah, it's just like when you live in an entertainment hub, it's like why would you fly to another entertainment hub with a bunch of stuff that you're not really interested in? I I will say, and I'm gonna follow it up. I will say though, I do have a little bit of FOMO because then I, I go okay. on, on the Instagram story and I'm like, damn. But I don't want to be at the pool all day, like with the fucking yep. hair and the da 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 music. But like, there's a part of me that still kind of wants to go. But I'm like, I'm definitely going to Will Sporty. Like, I, I yeah, yeah, that. totally. No, I, I I'm I'm just a wet blanket on trips like that. I'm like, all right, you guys go do that. I'm gonna go. I'll be in the hotel room sleeping. Like, I just don't care. I, I don't get I don't get FOMO for things that I know that I would have not had the full experience anyways if I went. Okay, so so for me, right, like the types of places that I would like find a destination birthday appealing, like on the West Coast, Palm Springs. Yep, we were there for the Fourth of July for Grace's birthday, and it That's was right. beautiful. Yeah, you went yeah. with like a crew too, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was like uh, eight of us uh, rented out a giant house and just had a blast. Yeah, Palm Springs is perfect. San Diego, Santa Barbara. Yep, those two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as far as what, and then like wine country, obviously that's like the biased answer, like Napa, Sonoma, yeah. any of that shit. Mm-hmm. But those are the places where, like, I I'd like to go to a place of like some seclusion and or culture. Yeah, it's like all right, I can. Like, I don't want it to be just be like this big mega mall because it's like, we could stay in L.A., San Francisco for that. Yeah, exactly. We could stay in L.A., San Francisco. It's like, yeah, if I want that, like, yeah, that really touristy, big, yeah, like you said, mall experience, honestly, put me on a plane for 14 hours and take me to Tokyo. 
that's going to be the that's going to be the more fun version of that, right? Because it's it has all the lights and the crazy things happening. But yeah, I, was, yeah, I can try black goose steak. I can yeah, try exactly. ramen. Right. I, don't, like, I don't know half the shit. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, there's too much. Vegas has a lot of familiarity with it that just kind of ruins the mystique, I guess, that some people would have. And if we lived somewhere else, I might not feel that way. But growing up in California, it's truly like, yeah, why would I go to another desert for some shit that's going to be upcharged? So, Matt, what are what are like destination birthdays that that like would hit? Because well, it's like for me, it's like it's also got to be worth it for me personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think uh, like we just said, Palm Springs. I think for an, for some people living in Los Angeles is just the perfect place yeah. to get away. The drive that was the least that was the, that was the quickest two hour drive I've ever done in my life. Uh, two hour, three hour, whenever it was. Uh, I feel like we just got in and got out so easily. Um, Palm Springs. Um, I would fly to Mexico. I fly to same, yeah, same. You know, three hour, three hour flight maybe, and then you get the the most expensive part is going to be the flight. Yeah. When you get there, everything's three dollars. You know what I mean? I've never been to Mexico. Yeah. So you got to go. Neither, neither have I. We almost went in February, but I, but I, you know, really want to get down there at least uh, in the next year or so. But yeah, any any place where the dollar is powerful. You know, I've got a lot of people. I knew a lot of people in the past month who went to Colombia. Um, and I guess maybe there was some type of discounted situation or something like that, but uh, yeah, a lot of people ended up in Central and South America over the past couple of months. And again, the, the dollar just goes so far there. Once you have your flights, it's just like, you kind of have carte blanche of the city or the country that you're in. Um, so yeah, definitely like South and Central America. Um, I would go to, I'd. I'd go to Miami for like a 30th or 40th birthday. It's in the same vein as Las Vegas, but just because I physically have not been. And there's, you know, there's Cubans there. So it's like there's a little, the culture is a little different. Um, you would also fit in until they yeah. start speaking Spanish to you. Right, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. I'm like, sorry, man. I know I know what it looks like, but it's... <laughs> like, you don't love yourself, Poppy. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're one of those Ted Cruz Cubans, huh? <laughs> it's like, no. Ted Cruz. Yeah, exactly. Um... But yeah, so those are those are kind of like the birthday destinations, right? I feel like there's a difference between I would go here for a birthday and I would go here for a wedding, right? Okay, tell me about like oh, well, actually tell me what because for me, birth wedding I'm gonna put at the top because like girls be horny as fuck at weddings. I'm like, oh, I maybe get some pussy out there. Yeah, well, I mean, gotta wedding crashers is a movie for a reason, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like it's not wrong. I would. What if Crashers is a movie I wish they would remake with all black cast? Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. I'd watch that, absolutely. Please don't put Kevin Hart in it. Yeah. Yeah. But you know they will. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's okay. the problem. <laughs> that's the problem now is um yeah, Kevin Hart would probably be Vince Vaughn's character. Then birthday is like depending on like like the it's all about context, but birthday is all because I'm like, you know me, I'm like real, like, you know, like yeah, yeah God teammates. We used to get yeah, and then the wedding's like just right below that, and then I don't give a fuck about a graduation. I'm sorry. Oh, we're so far beyond that. Yeah. yeah, unless you're actually in college or it's like your kid. Like if I if I have like nieces and nephews, like me, I'll, I'll contemplate it. 
But at this and even point, then, it depends on the fucking city. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, it's like, yeah, fuck that. Graduations, I do not care about at all right now. It's like you graduated, some, you got your MBA. Congratulations, like, congrats on your newfound student loan debt um, <laughs> that you have to now pay off because you graduated. Yeah, I would feel. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, a wedding. I'll. I wouldn't fly to Hawaii for a birthday. I'd fly to Hawaii for a wedding, depending on the person. Mm. Yeah, because flying for a birthday to Hawaii feels like I don't know. It's like, I'm not fucking you. Yeah, exactly. Hawaii is a romantic destination. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, you know, even if it was like this person who was really good friends with me and my girlfriend, I'd be like, do I really want to pay however many hundred dollars for a ticket? Yeah. And again, it's it's a U.S. state, so the dollar is the dollar. Things are still expensive as shit there. Uh, but for like a wedding of somebody, I'm making ground. They give me local discounts because they have local. Stuff like yeah, my my dad and my brother always got the hookup, and uh, I'm just standing there like <laughs> some white guy. You, you over there at Foodland, like oh, yeah. I gotta pay extra. For <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's bullshit. Um, yeah, so Hawaii is a wedding place, not a not a birthday place. In the same way that like if someone was like, I'm going to Miami for a wedding, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, it's like the house is here. Yeah, yeah I would question your sanity, or even for a bad. Oh, and that's the other part. Would you travel for a bachelor's party? Fuck yes, I would. Okay. Yes, I would. Okay. Yeah, all right. No, I, all right. I gotta. I gotta remix it. Bachelor party's top of the list. Right, because that that's the that's the crew. That's why I went to Vegas was yeah, for uh, yeah. the homie uh, Juan's bachelor party. Right. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. And then I remember everybody was there, like, because every because like Will's married, um, all the other homies is married, and they're like, "Wow, you need to get married so we can do this shit." Um, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's. I thought, yeah, there becomes a point where everyone's like, "Can you please just so that we can get away?" Um, I feel that. Yeah, I would. I would go back to Vegas for a bachelor party. I would. I would do it. Um, but I wouldn't do it for like a the hell of it or be a birthday. Yeah, you know, and no one's getting married in Vegas. For that. Nobody I know is that insane. Vegas is overrated. Yeah, it's it's overrated. Um, so, yeah, culture. Yeah, Hawaii, great wedding destination. Um, what are some other what are some other places? I mean, like, so I'm going, I'm actually flying east for a wedding uh, next week uh, to, like, New York, Connecticut. And, like, you know, that's family member, cousin is getting married. And just, like, good opportunity to go east and, like, reconnect with some people. And it's like, yeah, it's a wedding. It'll be fun. But also, it's just an excuse to get into New York City after that. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? So, like, if I... That will enhance an experience a lot. If there's something nearby that I specifically want to do and I can like sneak away and do that, then that is something I'm interested in. So like if someone's like, I'm getting married at this place, it's like, oh, there's a baseball stadium I haven't been to and I can catch a game on my own time and tell everyone else to fuck off, then that enhances the experience for me for sure. I gotta have, you know me, I, I gotta have my I gotta have my secluded time. For me, it's culinary. Sure. It's like, all right, I need, like, like Palm Springs, it, and I've never been to Palm Springs, but it's like, all right, I know they got the bars, like the old school kind of Hollywood. Like, I know Sinatra and, and the mm. Rat Pack lived out there and there's out there a lot. Right. So, so, yeah, that's appealing. Um, so, one, th- one thing with, um, with comics, right, uh-huh. is <laughs> comics are the only people, there's some who just, like, ran, like, a, a show for, like, over 10 years or whatever it's been. Mm-hmm. I've gotten, hey, I'm in town for a funeral. Think I can get a spot? Nah! <laughs> just lie. 
Just lie and change why you're there. Just say, hey, I'm around. Yeah. You don't need to... Don't tell me that you're here for something sad. Yeah, try to guilt trip me. I haven't told a single person that I asked for stage time in New York why I'm going to be in New York. They don't care. They don't need to know. It's just like, hey, I'm in town. My buddy said to reach out to you. God, it's like comics are like eighth graders sending an email. It's just like you don't just start with hey and then just get into what you want. You have to say that you hope that this message finds them doing well. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. Because a bunch of these motherfuckers haven't had jobs, or they don't approach, or even if they have had jobs or even careers, they like uh, they look at. And this is what I hate about the new techie comics in San Francisco mm-hmm. is that they like approach like their regular tech whatever yuppie job mm-hmm. with the utmost respect and professionalism. And they go into comedy, and they're like, oh yeah, it's whatever. Because a, a lot of them are just tourists and they're just yeah. doing it to like find love. But responsibilities. Right. But yeah, so that's. But you know where I would never end up? I would uh, I'd never end up in Europe for any of those things. It's too fucking far and it's too expensive. Maybe if I was on the East Coast. Yeah, it's more accessible if you're like coming Yeah, from, like, but like. JFK. And that's the thing, right? Is like there's so many people who. Um, there's so many people who have. Um, money (laughs) you know what i mean like i have so many friends who's like you know they're ready to like settle down and get their lives started because they like have a six-figure salary and whatever um so like they can be like yeah we're gonna go to rome or whatever do you want to come and say no i can't fucking go to rome on a whim you know what i mean yeah um but yeah i mean like if you're in if you're in a city if you're gonna be in a city for an obligation like definitely like I, i i'm never one to not reach out to people um, even if I'm going to somewhere for comedy, I'll be like, Hey, who else can I hit up for other spots when I'm in this town? Like I was in Denver for a festival. It's like, all right, well, who are the people to hit up? Uh, I would be on just these sets or whatever. Um, you're really doing it for me, Matthew. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Don't just get me started on that. Uh, I got, I got mildly harassed in a green room uh, a couple uh, a month ago. Uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that because I want to go back and get booked. <laughs> Everybody knows men can't get harassed by women. Yes, this is objective fact. Um, <laughs> right, objective facts. I like that. Not this episode, but we're gonna call it one episode objective facts. It's a well, great term. Put to, yeah, totally. We'll put together a compendium uh, of of what we think falls into that category. But yeah, I mean. I, I haven't, luckily I haven't had to go to a funeral in quite some time, so I haven't fucking reached out let's on that Let's keep it note. that way, speaking of existence, yeah. let's keep yeah. it that way. Yeah, exactly, more life to everyone. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, um, it, yeah, just don't say that you're there for something negative, just say you're in town. It's funny you say that, I remember I was like, Mark Smalls had some like little, like, bullshit show in North Beach, like mm-hmm. many, many moons ago. And I was like, hey, Mark, I'm running late. I'm coming from the gym. And he said, Lyle, you don't need to tell me that you were at the gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Like, good, yeah. Good point. Yeah. It's like, going to be a couple minutes late. Okay, so what, like, we're comics that have definitely done our fair share of road out of state work. And I, by the way, so with me and Matt, because Matt's of like this newer TikTok generation, whereas like, he's got like, I had somebody message me because I'm like I have a TikTok. You don't even follow me on TikTok. I don't follow you, bitch ass nigga. But anyways, do you post on it? I of course not. I don't. Of course not. 
I'm, I'm just playing with you. I'm just playing. I don't want to give you the chance. I'm joking. But I know, I know. It's just going with the pit. <laughs> so, so, anyways, right? Um, I actually had somebody message me that they saw me laughing at something you said on our podcast. Like, I just saw a video on TikTok laughing your ass off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, so Matt is of the kind of more social media, TikTok savvy generation. I'll be mad because I see like Matt and his generation of, of comics. I'm like, I'm funnier than you niggas. You guys got 6,000 more followers than me. <laughs> like, I'm getting upset about that shit. Mm-hmm. I, I was just talking shit about, um, who was I talking shit? Oh, it doesn't matter. But so we know who I was talking shit about. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there. Shout out Trey Stewart. Anyway, so. That's <laughs> not <laughs> No, that's just, no, no, not the black one. Trey Land, Trey Land. That's what I was talking shit about. All right, so they, I was hating on him a little bit. So, so uh, anyways. What I didn't admit what I be hating on them, like, young niggas. Like, that's helpful for the OGs. Like, the old niggas didn't admit when they was hating on me. They only did it, like, when it was past the football. Well, now it's too late, nigga. You can't. Right, right, right. You can't get booked on Laugh City now. Hmm. So, anyways, there's that generation. And I'm of the generation of when, like, social media just started so like we had to learn how to promote shows and shit using like the internet and algorithms and, and all that stuff so i'm like kind of like, i'm like more of like obama's facebook and matt's more of like donald trump's tiktok just to like give a an idea so i came up on the road doing like more b clubs and stuff like that and yeah. one-nighters and matt is a festival guy. And I've never, yeah. never done, done a festival, which is kind of like the rappers, like the older rappers. Like I remember on the Joe Budden podcast, he was having a conversation with Vince Staples and Vince was, and he was like, I didn't get to do festivals. And Vince is like, nigga, don't be mad at me for like being born when I was. Right, you know? right, yeah, and yeah. Anyway, so, by, by the way, Matt, like, is there a part of you that wishes you were kind of like came up more when I'm doing like the one-nighter gigs and the, and the, the weekends of the B-clubs? Or are you like happy doing the festivals? I like doing the festivals. I wish that I was born so that I would have been like you know this age in like the nineties because I could be talentless and have a sitcom. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean you know the old talk about old heads hating. It's like you all just had to kind of like show up with barely five minutes of material and then you get to be Bill Maurer. <laughs> that guy fucking I don't care who's Bill Maurer fucking blows. The guy not funny. Never was funny. But because no one was doing stand up in 1992, he gets to be a kajillionaire. Yeah, but you know, quit in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Coming into the yeah, or fucking died from doing too much coke. You know. Yeah. Um, so you no, know, I, I don't. I feel like some people definitely, definitely do romanticize your era, and like. Because how old were you? I started when I was 20 years old. How old were you when you started? It's, technically, I was 19. Um, technically, I was 18. When I started, um, so not your first set, but like when you were like really like regularly. Oh, when I was really regularly doing it was until I graduated college and moved to LA. So um, 22, 23. But you're getting okay. You know what? Let's let, let's half count. I feel, away in I feel like I've been doing stand up comedy for six or seven years, as opposed to technically I started ten years ago. So we call it like twenty. I mean, okay, like when you did Spice Monkey, like. When we, 2014, 2015, 2016 is like, yeah, I was doing it before that, but that's around the area where I was like, all right, I'm like getting into it. When I helped you with a pussy, when I gave you a pussy set, that's what I feel like. Yeah, late, like late, 20, late 2014, basically. Okay, late 2014. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's when like the internet started. That's when the mm-hmm. cat calling video came out. I was like, damn, niggas can have no more fun. 
<laughs> Covered expansively in a previous episode. Um, <laughs> but, um... Yeah, no, I I don't think I look, oh, I wish this or I wish that. Um, you know, you kind of deal with the hand that you're given, and I, I, I've enjoyed the opportunities that I've had so far. Um, does any part of you wish that you were, like, in this kind of more festival, brew, fly out here for a festival, do spots there, but also come do this, like, brewery show where, we're like, we'll throw you 20 bucks or whatever. I know I was getting more money than you niggas was on the road. Yeah. So like, right. I, so not that because I was like, yeah. Because I, I like, I look at the shows and like, man, that shit's packed out. And then I see the cover and I see all the people in the line. I'm like, you niggas ain't getting paid like we was. Like, nope. I'm, <laughs> not at all. You know, so like, so that part. But y'all seem to be having more fun because there's more of a right. money emphasis. Uh, even though it's crazy because we're in inflation now and mm-hmm. in, in a recession, mm-hmm. but there was more money to go around in my era, which isn't right. saying a lot, but it's. I think yep, I think that's I think that's perfectly accurate. It yeah. was more money, but it was less fun. <laughs> so it's like, what do you, you know? What do you value? Um, and no wrong answer to that whatsoever. I mean, you know, the whole point is to try and make your living doing this shit. So you know, if you're not able to make a living because people aren't paying you enough, then like you know, what kind of what the fuck you're doing? But also, if you hate every second that you're fucking around somewhere doing a B club or whatever, then what the fuck are we doing? You know, no, I mean that's that's the conundrum yeah. of comedy. I would yeah. say give like, and take, give and take. Because of that, I feel like my generation, and I, I don't mean to say this in a whole guy way. I feel like we have a bit more of a professional. Oh, certainly, it. certainly it's understated. And whereas I feel your generation, like, because you guys have more fun, but it's kind of more about like, yeah, 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 fuck the day to day shit. I'm trying to get this real off. I'm trying to get to the next level. And yeah. it's even like some of the. Oh, I don't want to say any names because. I got too much respect for them to say that out loud. But some of some of my OGs, I kind of feel you kind of getting away from the professionalism, like you getting on stage and you just trying to make a reel. Right. Instead right. of like actually do a set. And there was a night I was at like, my website and I kind of found myself doing that. Um Yeah, no, it happens. But um yeah, I would say that like stand-up now sometimes can feel like a startup company. <laughs> right. You know, uh, and not just by the nature of like a lot of startup employees doing comedy now, but just like, yeah, that kind of informal environment has definitely seeped in. I got to ask you, so we're in inflate like this because people have like started talking to me like I fell off. I'm like, no, nigga, I'm just in L.A. And like, hmm. I'm, I'm not because I used to be Mr. Catch me in Oregon. And, this yeah, yeah. And, I'm, and now like you don't see that anymore. So like the. And this is what I, it, the assumption amongst peers is that I fell off. I mean, like, you know, I'm fucking watching niggas if I gotta, if I gotta follow you, you gotta follow me, punk ass <laughs> But what that said is, I find, because I also used to like coming back and like breaking even or making a small profit or whatever. Yeah. And now it's like that's like a lot of gigs aren't even worth it. Like I was talking mm-hmm. to Corey Robinson like a month ago and he was talking about, he had like, like a two nights in um, somewhere in Washington, some casino. Spokane. Yeah, and he was just like, yeah, really, like they emailed us, like thanks so much for doing it, and he was like the headliner, he didn't even make profit on it. You know, yeah, that's wild. And, and they were only doing like one, like one nine p.m. show or some shit like that. It wasn't like a, you know, I know Corday was happy to be on that. <laughs> anyway, um, shout out to Corday. Shout out Corday Stell, man. Corday, Corday. Yeah, Kunde style. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, he was telling me, and they were just like openly thanking us. So basically, what I'm saying, Matt, is there's so many gigs where I'm just like, it's not worth it. Like, okay, like I had, and this is not 
a flex. I had the opportunity to come back to the Bahamas mm-hmm. this summer. Not 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 the Atlanta, so it would have been a one-nighter, but I basically would have and I'm just like, nah, eh, I'm good because it would have just been one show. I'd be out there for like four or five days. And oh god, one show for that. Because you gotta go a couple of days just to get used to being in a different time zone and actually take in the fact that you're in the in the Bahamas. Yeah, but then just have one show, so you're just spending four of the five nights doing jack. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, it's like it's a it, and it's like a forty five minute flight from Miami, but it's it's basically essentially you're flying to South South Florida. Yep. For context, and then doing. Doing one show, and it's like, I got no girl that I like enough that I want to bring. Like, right. And it's like. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, you got to, you know, there's power and no. Yeah, yeah, and there's just certain stuff. It's like, yeah, I mean, like, okay, I get, like, a, a thousand and change. But, I mean, like, it's like, it's not even, like, because I was talking, like, I was talking about this with another comic. They're like, yeah, I could do a gig in the Marshall Islands, but, like, I'm not able to, like, fly past the, um, the Pacific. I have to go. Over the Atlantic, and that just made me say, like, yeah, you know, fuck $1,500 to perform for the troops. Um, Matt, for you at this point, uh, what makes a gig like, like when you do these festivals and shit, like, what makes it worth it? Sure, yeah, because I've said no to a few festivals this year. Um, the Did you apply for it, or they like applied to, applied okay. to, got accepted, or folks have reached out? Um, I think there's a couple things, right? It's can I reasonably build a network there or I can go out? Because a lot of these festivals I'm taking, I'm losing money. Um, and I'm fortunate enough to have a day job that pays me enough where I'm like, yeah, I can just spend, I can lose $200, $300 on this trip. And Let that be a know. message, comics, to the thing of having a day job. Yeah, just, that can be yeah, because it's like having disposable income really can enhance your opportunities to get around. And so it's like, the main thing I look at is, can I go there and build a network in which I can go back and actually make some money? Uh, mm-hmm. Which, uh, you know, I was in Denver a month ago and had some conversations with people. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I'll be back here uh, in the winter or early next year. And I can go and I can make a little bit of money uh, doing shows here. Um, because there's a network of shows and spots that will have me do an extended amount of time. That will let me get paid this amount of money, blah, 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 blah. So... Can I build a network out where I can make, at least make my money back if I go over? Um, the second part is, is what am I getting exposed? Who am I getting exposed to? By going, right. You know, because like, cool, it'll be and Is this a festival conversation or a city conversation? Fe- well, it's, it's, well, it's the festival in the city because there's some, you know, there's some cities that have nothing going on other than the comedy festival that they have. Right. But they get a bunch of industry people to fly out, and it's really cool, and you get exposure, right? Yeah, exactly, right? Um, And then there's places just like, yeah, you're going to, like, this major city, but there's, like, really not anything. No one's coming other than the people that are in that city, you know? It's like, is it really worth flying? Shout out Sketchfest! (laughs) (laughs) Is it, yeah, is it, you know, uh, it's easier to do when you're in San Francisco or in California, but it's like, yeah, do you really want to fly out from fucking, I don't know, Detroit to San Francisco for a bunch of people in San Francisco to think that you're really cool? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And people in the don't even fuck anymore because this is all techie audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the two primary things to weigh. And then, um, you know, I'm like you where I do like a little bit of a culinary scene. It's like, are there some restaurants to hit up? That doesn't yeah. factor in too much, but 
I still want to be like, okay, I will also have a little bit of fun while I'm here. And, you know, me, I, 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 I alluded to it in our bachelor running party situation with like my me time thing. If there's a baseball stadium, I'll probably go. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to, I love baseball. I want to catch a game at every stadium before I die. I'll, 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 I'll seriously consider a fest if it's somewhere where there's some, where there's an MLB team or an NBA team too, depending on the time of the year, the festival. For me, it's I can't go to a place. I want to be able to like fly in directly, unless it's something, unless it's another major city, like I'm going to like Chicago or Vancouver or something. But it's like I can't. I don't want to like get on a go to LAX and the yeah. gossip that is, and then get on like and then I fly to Phoenix and I get on some other small plane and go somewhere. Not at all. Southwest time, like fuck that. No, that. no, yeah. There's you age out of that shit fucking quick, man. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get your money. You gotta get your exposure. And you gotta have a good time. A market's only now, especially in inflation. Yeah, right. Thanks, Joe. You killed comedy. <laughs> this has been the Let's Unpack That podcast. I've been your host, Lyle Barons. I've been Matt Duckett. Matt, when do you go to uh, New York again next week? Yeah, next Friday. I'm there next Friday through uh, the 28th. So I'm there for like 10 days. And I'm doing some shows the 25th and the 27th. You can go to my Instagram page. I'll post about, you know, where, when, who, what. New Yorkers, pull up on that. Um, yeah, okay, so when I get... If something, like, really big happens, like, we gotta do, like, a Zoom Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, remote in. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're remote with Jamar Exactly. Yeah, whatever next legend... Guys, uh, if Koozie goes out, I, I think, you know, we'll, we'll tweet about it. But I don't Yeah, think... I didn't even skip that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The next great black athlete to die, you'll certainly hear from us. Yeah, so, something like major, like, Matt, we gotta get on. We yeah, gotta yeah. get on. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, Matt, we, we're not gonna hear from you until, um, I don't know when. Next pod is gonna be on Friday, but I guess, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, well, I might be away for a couple of weeks, but I'll have you all in, in my hearts, and I'll be ready to talk some shit when I get back. All right, appreciate Matt Duckett while you got him.